This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Is the Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. So y'all know we have put Dr. JK out the studio and uh, Dom has shifted the music. And welcome back. Welcome back to The Morris Code. I'm your host, Dr. J. And uh, I have some super cool folks in the studio with me because y'all know I didn't pick that music, which means it's (laughs) telling you something getting ready to happen. Right, Beth, what's up? How you doing? Hi, good. It's good to see you. You too. Beth Creighton is in. Last time she was in, we were talking about Elf. Oh, yes. So yes. about a year ago, I guess. How did it go? It was wonderful. Was it? Yes. We had a really good turnout from the community. The kids did a great job and um, sold a lot of tickets. Did you? Yeah. And it felt like probably like the first show back post-COVID yep. where it was like, a full theater. Everybody was excited to be there. <sighs> Didn't have to have, you know, the extra seat in between people. Yes. All the things. So it was great. I'm glad to see you. I'm yeah. happy to see you. Good How's see Zoe? You. She's great. Is 17. She? Just turned 17. We bought a car yet? Uh, well, uh, she got mom's old car <laughs> and mom got a new car. So yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she's good. Busy. Took the PSAT yesterday. MacArthur, all the juniors took it. She's so. a junior. Yeah. Yeah. She's right in between um, my kid one and kid two. So I got yes. a sophomore and a senior. Uh, I was just reading about your kid number two on yeah. the new uh-huh. the new project. That's awesome. Bit busy busy yes a little bit busy i was with your husband a couple weeks ago yes he's quite amazing he is i'll claim him most days (laughs) (laughs) i understand so tonight we're talking about the lightning thief yes and while beth and i are chit-chatting we do have some other folks here in studio with us whitney what's up hi how How are are you i'm good how are you like all of that smile through the radio i love it (laughs) josh Hey. Oh, yes. <laughs> Get it. Josh said, oh, my God, this is so exciting. I'm like, yes, it is. I'm These so are ready. performers. You you know you got. That they'll is, keep you entertained. That is the best. So how are y'all? Great. Great. Yeah. So listen, let's talk about, I know we we're supposed to talk about the show. Sure. But can we please talk about who you are, what you do, what's happening yeah yeah all right let's get it cool. introduce yourself yeah hey i'm josh higgins <laughs> i'm a junior musical theater major at millican university which is crazy to say out loud it time is. flies <laughs> so fast um i am originally from bellevue ohio tiny okay. little town over by sandusky cedar point yeah um and yeah i love being here at millican um this is the fourth show that i've been in on the millican main stage and so working with beth and kevin has almost been a constant throughout my time at millican i've been really super super fortunate to be working with them so i don't know this is just crazy to like look back two years and be like oh you knew nothing and now (laughs) like this is just another cool thing that i get to do because i go to millican so my daughter is in high school and she is an artist, mm-hmm. like sketch and draw oh, and all of those fantastic. things. How did you know or when did you know that you wanted to be like in theater and in the performing arts? Yeah, this is so crazy that you're asking this because my dad <laughs> texted me today. Um, 15 years ago today, I auditioned for my first musical. Are you serious? For real, for real, for real. Um, it was 
uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Yes. It was a community theater production. I played the first toy that came to life, and that was important to me, I yes. guess, at age seven or eight when I was telling people about the show. But um, my parents tell me all the time it was just like I caught the bug. I was a piano lesson kid, too, so yep. kind of doing music and theater together. That was that was what I did for a really long time, and it was just one show a year, and then slowly two shows a year, and you would get to middle school and high school, and before I knew it, I was auditioning for colleges. So and so, as a mom, what would what advice would you give me as a parent of an artist? Like, how yeah. do I support her? Yeah, because um, I'm not an artist. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> Um, I think the most important thing as someone who loves an artist, whether you're a family member, a parent guardian, you yeah. know, um, is taking into account that when the person you love is discovering art, yeah. they're not just discovering how they function in the world of the art form they've chosen, but that they're having to learn a whole new world with new mm. rules. Um, and art is meant to be messy and to have the rules mm -hmm. broken. So I think being an encouraging presence and saying this is different and it's yeah. not good or bad and what you're doing is your art and that's what makes it special. I think that's that's the best advice I have for now. He's pretty cool. He's a wise one. <laughs> he really is. He's oh, an old thanks. soul. Way beyond his years. Yes, very yeah. much. Thank you. Whitney, what's up? How Hi. you doing? So good. Yeah. I'm so happy to be here. Are you? I am. I'm glad you're here. Thank like you. Like you brighten up the day. <laughs> Thank like you. you really do. Like you can hear it in, yeah. in yeah. her voice, right? So share a little bit about you. Sure. Um, so I'm Whitney. I am from uh, Salina, Kansas, which is... Okay. A far ways away, kind of right in the middle of the state. And here I am in the middle of Illinois <laughs> um, doing the same thing I was doing at home. Um, I'm a senior musical theater major yeah. with a dance minor. Um, and yeah, that's a little bit about me. So sisters and brothers? I do. I have two brothers um, back at home. One's older and is at, out in college getting his master's degree. Yeah. Um, and a little 13-year-old brother. you got to give him a shout out right. or say his uh, name absolutely. or say something so, nice. Shout out to you, Broden, if you're listening, and Trey. Yay. All right. So how did y'all make your way to Millican? And then let's transition into making sure that we cover everything about yep. the show that because Beth will outline the heck out of this show. Yes, so will. I have to make sure that I hit these bullet points. And I got about 13 of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> how did y'all make your way to Millican? So for me, um, I actually had an acting coach in the Kansas City area that I worked with, and she was best friends with Angela Miller, who's okay. one of the professors hey. here at Millican. Um, and she really pushed for me for this school. Um, turns out that I also had another connection to Alex Miller. So the whole Miller family, honestly, is the reason I'm here, which yeah. is so fun. Um, but I, I just I found a comfort and a home here. And yeah. I think it was more the people that I found rather than the location and the place and everything. I just felt so at home and so comfortable with the people and the professors I'd be working with. So you're rounding it out, though, right? You're yeah. a senior. Yep. How you feeling? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it's crazy. I feel like I just got here. I mean, yeah. I came during 2020 during the pandemic, pandemic. So I felt like I lost a year. Um, it's it's just crazy to look back on like how things have changed at Millican just in my time even yeah. um, and how things have progressed. But it's also just it's crazy. It's crazy. It's almost over. What's the best part? The best part has been. Oh, that's so hard to choose. I know. I think this sounds so cliche, um, no. but all of the people that I've gotten to meet yep. along the way, 
there's never a time that you get to actually be in one location with all of your friends who love everything that you also love yeah. doing. And it's just, it's such a privilege. It's so, such a blessing. What about you? How did you make your way to Milliken? Yeah. Josh? Um, it was so random. <laughs> um, these degrees um, that Whitney and I are pursuing are very um, competitive degrees uh -huh. to even just be accepted to a school for. It's a different process than academic admission. And so um, as I was forming my list of about 25 schools uh -huh. at the end of, uh, start of my senior year, I kind of just did some Googling and I found some clips of Millican performances. And then I started to draw some connections between Millican alum yeah. and um, the program. And uh, shout out to Sierra Bodges and Jody Benson, <laughs> our two mermaids, because man alive, when those names were dropped, I was like, I have to get over here. Um, so went through the audition process and came for a visit day and every single person I met said hi to me. Yeah. Every single person I walked by said hi to me. They knew the person I was on a tour with and it was a Friday. So our campus tends to just get quieter on Fridays. Yep. Classes are out. People are off doing their things, prepping for whatever their night might hold. And so it was crazy that on a day that felt like something I could tell was a quiet day mm -hmm. um, that I got to tour a building that was so full of life still and there's something about the like Millican connection of being on campus. I can't walk across campus now yeah. without seeing someone I know. And I give tours now. So it's great to be like, hey, yep. this like this exact moment that you're having, I I did that. You and did and this is why I'm here. So yeah. I, so I love that. And here's why I love it. Because a long, long time ago, I remember um, my mother telling me, speak to people. Mm -hmm. And I have always taken that to heart because sometimes, and if we're talking about social emotional learning, right? Yep. Sometimes people, our young folks, as well as our, our older folks will check out because they feel like people don't see them. Mm. And so the easiest thing that we can do that cost us nothing is to acknowledge the presence of another human being. Mm -hmm. And you never mm. know what a difference that makes. You yeah. never know, right? Yeah. And so are you a part of the audition process when students are coming in? I am. I'm the one who's behind the piano and plays for them when they sing. So can you tell sometimes like, yes, or yes. this will need a little work. It's Oh, well, <laughs> yes. Um, really, my comment is always, that's a Millican kid. Okay. Um, there's just there's something about them, the energy they bring in the room, their willingness to um, communicate with you and yep. make that connection. And it's just like, yep, they would come here and they're going to be awesome. Um, so over the years, that that skill has kind of honed in a little bit. So how is it when you because I see you and you go to performances and you go see your other Miller babies out in the world. <laughs> yes. How is it when you see them in another element? Oh. Like and you've seen them from beginning. You watched them grow through through the four years. Yeah. And now you see them transition into careers. I am just a proud mom. Yeah. Um, I have a you know, I have one daughter, but I have many and it's a joy for me to go out and watch them. Um, and I'm just so proud of them. And I'm envious of the people who get to have the experience that I did, which is spending time with them because I know what kind of energy and joy they bring to the room. And um, yeah, it's just it's it's exciting. And I'm glad that I live in a place and have the you know privilege to be able to go and, and see them when they're doing theater other places. So you're listening to The Morris Code on WSOY 1340 AM, 103.3 FM and streaming live on NowDecatur.com. When we come back, we are going to have some discussion.
uh, about the lightning thief and what's coming up and when it is and who's in it and what's going to happen. I always learn something when Beth is here. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Grab some ambrosia. This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back to The Morris Code. It's so fun when Beth is in, we're talking about some musical that I have no idea. But then it's always like a party, right? And it's like a, a, a sway and a rock. And I was like, okay, so what song is this? You, We are in, right? And we're talking about The Lightning Thief, which is going to hit the stage at Millican University. And so Beth is in with Whitney and Josh to share more information on what it is, how we can visit, and all of those things. So let's talk about it. Great. So I'll give the boring details first. <laughs> uh, the Lightning Thief runs in the Virginia Rogers Theater, which is the theater that's in the new um, theater building on campus. We open Thursday, November 9th, and we run through Sunday, November 12th. All the shows are at 730, but also on Saturday, we have a two o'clock matinee and a Sunday of two o'clock matinee. It is a family show. So that's why we added an extra afternoon show in hopes that we could get kids and families to come. Um, How long does it take if it starts at 730? With intermission, it runs about two hours. Okay, so 930. Yep. Okay. All right. Is that past your bedtime? I mean, a little bit, but I can make it. Okay. <laughs> I can make if it. I can do it, you can do it. I know. Um, and tickets are available at kirklandfinearts.com or by calling the Kirkland box office at 217-424-6318. So that's all the details. How many seats in the, uh, now I'm jumping in, because this is the newer, yes. more intimate it depends on um, how we configure the stage, okay. but for our particular show, there are about 200 seats available for each show. Okay. Do you? What about ticket price? Um, not sure. Okay. That's it's on the Kirkland <laughs> website. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the show. Okay. Lightning Thief the Musical is based on a, a book series that was popular in the early 2000s called Percy Jackson, The Lightning Thief. Um, and people may see it now. It's getting ready to be released on Disney Plus um, in December with a new series around the same characters. But the musical debuted off-Broadway in 2017 and then was on Broadway in 2019. Um, and we chose this show because the casting was flexible. The original cast was only seven members. We have 16 in our cast, which is awesome because we can give more students an opportunity and a band of five, um, including myself, who will be on stage. So the story follows Percy Jackson, who's a 12-year-old kid who who finds out that he's a demigod. So that means he has one parent who's immortal and one parent who's a god. I had to look that up. <laughs> I did. I was like, okay. So I, so I was, I told him I was Googling before they came in. So, okay. He's and, a demigod. Yes. And he goes on a quest with two of his friends to find out who stole Zeus's lightning bolt. Okay. And we don't want to give away any spoilers. So we'll keep the ending um, to ourselves. But what's fun about it for me as the music director is it's a pop rock musical. So all of the music, um, sounds like something you would hear on the radio. Yeah. And what I said when we were doing, a, we did an event at the Arts Council last Saturday for kids. And I was like, but what's cool about the musical is like, as the musical goes on, it's like you're switching radio stations. So there's a country song, oh. there's a rock song, there's a pop tune. Um, and so we talk a lot as we're working on the music about style. Yeah. And um, obviously singing some of this music is different than standing up and singing, you know, climb every mountain from the sound of music. Right. <laughs> so um, we we talk a lot about that. But um, the other reason that we chose the show is because of some of the themes that are talked about. Yeah. Um, what made the book really popular is it made some tougher 
themes for kids um, easily accessible for them. And it gave, yeah. I think, parents and teachers a way to talk about things that are kind of difficult. So this is where I'm going to throw it to my my two friends. I'm going to start with Josh. Do you want to pick like one of your favorite themes from the show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, on their adventure, um, our three, we call them the trio in rehearsals. Uh -huh. So our trio, um, they find and realize they have turned into each other's family um okay. the you know these kids are living lives um in split parent households um yeah. or they're coming from difficult situations um the camp that they go to is technically on long island um so they are inner city kids that yeah. um are leading some difficult lives and so we see this really beautiful progression of trust and sharing an experience mm -hmm. and how that can bond people but also the idea that um when we come together yep for anything yeah when we can come together we have the opportunity to create a safe space a family yes. and that's what makes the show so compelling because out of context of that it's kids wandering across the united states to find <laughs> yeah. lightning okay. which is like cool that's kind of cool but how awesome is it that they can wander across the united states to find lightning and find family and friendship too. Love it. Yeah. Winnie, do you, is there another theme? Yeah, that you I, like? I really love the, the theme of choice in this show. I think so many times we, we see these kids, they're thrown the same choice as whether what they're going to do with their lives or what, what they're going to do with the people they're surrounding themselves with. And some of them take it in different directions. Sure. And I think it's really, really special to see how the different characters choose and, and become that choice and how that changes their perspective on life and their their choices with their other friends and family and their found family. I think that's it's it's huge. It's really special and really brings you into a more sentimental space with your friends and family. It's, I, I, I love that. And here is why I love that. One of the even in next week's um, show, but we talk about eight life lessons of an unlikely entrepreneur, which really is, is how we kind of cope and move. But the very first one is choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? And we all have yeah. the ability to make different choices. Um, and how are we aware of the choices that we're making? Yeah, I think for me, my favorite theme, and it's actually on the back of our cast t-shirts, there's a lyric from the show that says normal is a myth. Yeah. And there is no normal yep. like that. We throw that term around a lot and it doesn't really exist. It doesn't. And so to take these kids, these characters in the show and look at what others would perceive as a weakness, um, being dyslexic or having ADHD and watching how these characters turn those so-called weaknesses and abnormalities into strength is really, really cool. Um, and I think even though they're playing characters, um, I love to see my students telling that story to, yep. you know, the audience. And even, you know, like I said, last week we were at the Arts Council and in two weeks we're doing a thing at the library. And just to watch the little ones yeah. respond is really special. Normal is the antithesis, how do you say Antithesis. It? Antithesis yep. of inclusion. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. it is. Yep. It's the exact opposite. Yep. Right. And and so, yes, I like that. What else? How? how? Um, uh, oh, I know we were talking off air. We got to Zoom with the yes. composer of the show last 
Friday. His name is Rob Rokicki. He um, works and lives out of New York. And we actually have some Millican connections to him. And you know me, I'm not afraid to send a message and be like, hey, hey. you don't know me, but. And he was lovely. Whitney, do you want to talk about yeah, that experience? Absolutely. It was it was so, so cool. I yeah. can't even I can't even describe it in words, honestly. Um, getting to just even talk to someone who has worked on a show and fully produced it like we were we were just singing it for him and I felt like he didn't even need to look at the music like he knew it so well like the back of his hand that if you did one wrong note or you said one wrong word he was like actually it's this (laughs) so it was it was I mean not that it was a lot of pressure but of course like I think we all just really really wanted to do so well and and we absolutely knocked it out of the park it was it was such a cool experience to to talk to him and answer some questions that we had about like what his process was or how this came to be or um, what kind of musical instruments he used, how his casting process was like, it was just, it was a very, very interesting um, way to knowledge that we don't necessarily always have access to while here. Like we bring in people and that's what we want to learn before we leave. So we, we've got a few minutes left. I want to know, what do you want people, Whitney and Josh to know about you? Like what, what do you, or what do you want to share? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I'll touch on something about this show that's super special to me that also has to do with me. Um, so in shows and productions, um, we have a cast and typically at Millican, especially in the post COVID world of just always being health conscious and being Mm -hmm. careful. Um, we have started introducing swings to our theater spaces. And so swings are like understudies, but they will cover maybe more than one role. Um, and just the expectations for them are a little different. And so throughout the audition process for this show, we were slowly fed some information about the fact that the swings for this show were going to be a little different. And so when the cast list came out and I saw that my name was listed as a siren, um, they're like, mythological creatures that sing right yeah and so um i get to play in this show i get to choose when i choose when i insert myself into the story to round out the ensemble and dance and act and i i bring on a motorcycle at one point right um but I also get to literally be like a doo-wop background singer dancer. Yeah. I'm up with the band. So Beth and I are going to be chilling on stage, <laughs> like together, kicking it. Um, and as an actor musician, it's just been so cool for that to be a part of what I do. Virginia so. Rogers Theater. Yes. Yeah. Starting no- uh, Thursday, November 9th through Sunday, November 12th. Tickets can be found at kirklandfinearts.com or by calling 217 217- Four two four six three one eight. The show is The Lightning Thief, and we have been joined by Beth Creighton, who's the musical director, Whitney Turner, who is also an actress in this play, and Josh Higgins. Thank y'all so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Y'all are amazing. <laughs> right back at you. <laughs> anytime. You're welcome back. Anytime. Uh, you're listening to The Morris Code. Uh, if you missed the show, check out the podcast, and thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.